Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about a very important topic. Notice how I didn't say that it's a favorite topic of mine, even though it is, because we're talking a little bit about money, but it's a very necessary topic. And today, we are talking about how to price your programs, right? What goes into it? How do we determine the price? Can we charge more? Can we charge less? Should we charge more? Should we charge less? So the reason why I'm talking about this is because, yes, this is a topic that we go through in the Next Level uh, Mindset Mastery course, which is going to help you become so secure with whatever price points you actually do charge. You will no longer go on to sales calls and second guess yourself. You will no longer go on to sales calls and lower your prices. You will find the price. You will stick to it and you will sell your, your products at what feels good for you, right? And the reason why I'm talking about this topic today is not just to close out our launch, which this is the last few days for you guys to get it, um, but it's also because I've been talking to a lot of people, a lot of clients, a lot of leads in my DMs about it. Now, I had a conversation this morning with someone who purchased the Mindset Mastery course saying, wow, you tell everybody your products? Like, I was taught to not tell anybody my, pro- my, my prices. Sorry, my prices for my products. I was taught to not tell people about my, pro- my prices. I was taught to just get people on the phone and then present it at the end. And here's the thing. I was taught the same thing <laughs> by a lot of different people. By the first gym that I ever worked with, we sold a $1,000 program every six weeks. It was our signature boot camp program. And we were sworn to like not say anything on the phone, right? If somebody asked, what's the price? You would say, oh, we don't give our prices over the phone. Now, even just saying that makes me feel icky, but I'll get into that in a second. Um, Then when I transferred, then I worked at another gym, same shit. Um, I worked at Lifetime, which we did not do that. Our prices were all over online. One, One session with me was $141, I believe. I believe I was the highest tier and one of the highest clubs that we had. Um, and then coming into the online space, I was taught to not, not tell the prices whatsoever, get the people on a zoom call and then tell them the prices. Now it's interesting because the people who taught me that now actually share their prices and I'm like, okay, so you see the pattern here, right? The thing is, is that people will buy your product no matter how much it costs when they become obsessed with you, when they become obsessed with your knowledge, when they have convinced themselves that they need you. Now, here's the thing with that statement, right? We've talked about the word like need a lot. There's nothing we absolutely need, right? So let's say you're considering investing in me. You don't absolutely need me. You can find somebody else and that would be helpful. You can listen to all of the free shit that I give and you could just implement it 
and you'd be phenomenal. You'd also be phenomenal without me and just like hauling ass and doing the things and learning as you go through, right? So it's not a need, but that's, that's the way that marketing works. Marketing works in a way that people convince themselves that they need a product to get the result that they want, right? I needed the candle that I have in my room <laughs> to make my room smell a lot better, right? Could I clean it? Could I use Febreze? Could I do all these things? Of course. But I need the sugar cookie smelling candle because it's going to make me feel a certain way, right? I've convinced myself that I always need candles around me. Do I actually need them? Absolutely not, <laughs> right? So at the end of the day, your your ideal clients, your leads get to convince themselves that they need your products, right? Because they've been listening to you. They become so obsessed with you and they will purchase your products. If it's not now, it will be eventually, right? That's only if it's a good fit. If it's not beautiful, you hope that they still stay around and they're getting something from you. And if they don't get something from you, please leave. That's perfectly fine, right? So when it comes to pricing your products, People will buy your products at every single price point. There are people at every single price point to buy your products, right? But we become so scared of the like, no, I can't afford it because then we don't know what to do with that statement, right? So let's say somebody asks us on a Zoom call, okay, but how much is it? We tell them, whatever, it's $1,000 for six weeks. And they're like, oh, I can't afford that. And then we're like, um, okay, now we feel like we are at a dead end, right? So that is the main reason why I tell everybody my prices. You guys know my highest ticket one-on-one price is $3,000 a month, right? Rise and Thrive was $5,000 total, right? We can keep going on and on and on. And it doesn't stop you from wanting to work with me right? If I got you on the phone and told you that price at the end of the sales call, would that make you feel better? Like, no, it would just be more nerve wracking, right? So when pricing your products and contemplating not telling your prices to people beforehand, how does it feel for you, right? Does it feel icky? Does it feel like not fun? Does it feel pressuring? Like, what does it feel or does it feel great, right? Because if it feels great for you, beautiful, don't tell people your prices. If it feels great for you to lower your prices, then lower your prices. If it feels great for you to increase your prices, increase your prices. No one can tell you what to do at all. You get to decide how you want to do it. However, I do encourage people to tell people their prices. And the reason why is because, again, our goal with our content, our goal with our podcasts, our goal with Um, our stories, our Facebook lives, anything that we do is to have people become so obsessed with our lives, the results we get, the results we can get our clients, right? We get to show off how epic we are, right? And for some people that might feel icky, for some people that might feel really, really icky saying like, oh, I don't want people to be obsessed with me. That's not my goal. My goal is to help them. And here's the thing is that social media works in a way that, People won't just listen to you because you're smart, right? If that was the case, if you were a dietitian, you would be a billionaire by now because you were probably a brilliant as fuck human being and you should have had a whole roster of clients since you've gotten your RD certification. But the thing is, that's not the way the world works. Psychology works in a very different way. 
right? So having people become obsessed with you is simply them being entertained by you, them loving everything that you teach, them getting massive quick wins from you, them learning about your life. And because they like you and your life, they want to hear you speak and they listen to you as an authority figure, right? We can't just have that authority without the life part. Right? If you've ever posted on a weekend on your stories when you were not doing anything related to business and your engagement went up, that's the reason why is because people, especially during Rona right now, like we like to live vicariously through other people. It's entertaining to watch other people. That's why we're glued to our TVs. It's why we're glued to our phones. It's entertaining. Most people like to numb out their current life and watch somebody else's because it seems so much better. I even had my clients yesterday say that um, they they see me put out so many emails, which we do typically right now. We're sending like five emails a week. It's kind of insane depending on which email list you guys are on. Um, I'm on stories every single day. I'm doing mini trainings every single day. I coach three days a week. I do podcasts every single week, sometimes two times a week, right? We do the Thriving Entrepreneur Coaching Call. We do so much. And then my clients yesterday, I was on a call with two of them and they were like, yeah, I feel like shit compared to that. I'm like, listen, I have a whole team behind me, right? But does that mean that they're not going to continue watching me and continue looking up to me and continue valuing me and becoming obsessed with the business that I have built just as much as I'm obsessed with it? Of course they are, right? So moral of the story is that your prices are not the thing that matters. (laughs) I probably should have started this podcast out by saying that. The prices are not the thing that matters, The value you are bringing in the program, and more importantly, the value you are bringing outside of the program, the lead generation you are doing matters way more than should I tell the person the price or not. Because people will only buy when they feel like you actually have given them enough for free. When you have changed their life for free enough times that they will come and pay you regardless of your price. Right. So I know that doesn't answer the question of how to price my product, but that gives you that answers the question of do I share my prices or not? And how do I get people to actually want to invest in me? Right. Because who cares about the price of your product if you're not getting people to invest in you? (laughs) Right. Lowering the price does not make more people invest in you. It just doesn't. I've learned this time and time and time again. Your energy behind the sale, your energy behind the amount that you're charging, the value you are bringing, the way you are showing up on Instagram, the vibe that you have, the amount of connections that you are making will determine the success of the launch, the success of the product that you are selling, not the price, right? And it's always the question of what price point do you want to charge it at? What price point do you feel good showing up at? Right? And what is the transformation that you are providing valued at? And that's up to you. That's up to you. And it's up to you to find the people who are matched to, to that price point, to that value. Right? For example, I have clients who have hopped on the phone with me and haven't been able to invest at $3,000 a month. And that was the amount that I recommended for them to do. 
and then they've worked with another business coach that was a lot cheaper and that's perfectly fine like I understand that money's a thing price is a thing but if you want me you want my confidence you want my skill set you want my 11 years of knowledge in the health fitness and business industry then you will need to pay for that and that's my value Right? So it's never the actual act of getting a no that impacts us. It's two things. The things that we tell ourselves around getting that no. <coughs> oh, excuse me. You know, the things we tell ourselves like, oh, I should lower my price. Or, oh, I don't know how to sell. Or, oh, I need to find something else to help me handle objections better, right? Um, or, oh, I'm not worth it. Oh, so no one's ever going to actually invest in me or I'm always going to get a no. I'm always going to want to lower my prices, right? Those are the thing that's the problem. So that's number one. And then number two, it's how we handle somebody saying no. So whether somebody knows your prices or not, if they give you a no, which has happened, I've had people know my prices and say they were ready to invest. And then when it came down to it, they said no, which is fine, right? But the answer, the the struggle becomes, what do you do when that person says no? That's going to determine the success of your business. And here's why. Because if you make that person feel really fucking uncomfortable, if they didn't feel comfortable enough to say no, if they felt pressured after they said no, you are going to lose that lead. And losing a lead is never good especially if they wanted to work with you, especially if they hopped on the phone with you, especially they, if they hopped on, the, um, on Zoom with you. And we've all been there where we felt really uncomfortable with the lead saying no, and it kind of felt negatively pressuring them. It kind of felt eh, and icky and sticky and gross, or maybe it was in the DMs and someone asked you about a product, and maybe you said, hey, I don't give, you, I don't give my prices, and then you lost that lead, they stopped watching you, and it became awkward, right? So the thing is, is that the no itself is not the problem. The no itself is not making your business, like, not succeed. It's the lead generation you're doing before it or not doing before it and the connections you're making or the connections you're not making before it or, or end the way in which you handle that person saying no, because again, if you lose that lead, you have now worked hard to get that lead. And now you have lost that lead because now they feel so uncomfortable. And here's why you lose a lead after somebody says no, the person feels embarrassed that they hopped on the call, they wasted your time. This is what they're perceiving, even if you don't perceive it this way. Maybe you do. I don't know. But the the lead is saying, like, fuck, I just wasted Johnny's time. I know she's super busy. Like, I know that I need this, but I just can't right now. And, oh, and then typically people stay in the same position, right? Or they realize that they actually needed something. They didn't feel comfortable to reach back out to you. So now they've gone to another coach, Right? Maybe they went to someone cheaper, which is also fine, right? But that person now no longer follows you. That person now no longer wants to reach out to you. That person no longer engages on your stories. And now you have lost that lead because they didn't feel comfortable. So the goal of any sales call, whether they say yes or no, is to make that person feel so, so, so comfortable and so empowered to make a choice for them. And that is why I share my prices, whether it's $50 or $3,000 a month, like 
because I want you to feel empowered when you invest in me. I don't want you to feel like I'm hush-hush about things. I also don't give a shit if any other business coach knows my prices, right? Which is another thing. There's that whole idea of like competition, like, oh, I don't want to share Johnny's prices. Like, but my prices are my prices. Why would I not want people to know them? If you're going to pay me the price, why wouldn't I want you to know them? I don't understand this psychology. And again, I've sold things for over 11 years both ways without saying the price and with saying the price it does not prevent me from selling it has never prevented me from selling it has never prevented somebody from actually signing with me in fact i got a message this morning from someone who had a sales call for rise and thrive what this is back in june early june i think and now it's uh, holy crap it's september 3rd holy crap how uh, happy christmas anyway um how (laughs) she came back to me and she was like, Johnny, I have been trying to write you an email so many times and I just like don't know how to say it, but I need you as a coach and I don't want the money thing to be an issue. I don't know what we can do in terms of one-on-one. I don't know your prices. I don't know if you have availability, but like I need this, right? And she knew the price for Rise and Thrive. She knew my one-on-one course was higher, right? Granted, she's not a candidate for one-on-one, so I'm talking to her about a different uh, hybrid. But we want clients to get themselves to that point where they're like, you know what, fuck this, I fucking need this. I want this, I need this. I've been listening to Johnny nonstop. I hopped on the sales call with her. I said no at that time, but I'm clearly dedicated. I clearly want this. I'm going to invest. I just need to make it work. That's the point that I want you guys to desire to get your clients to. Not worrying about if you should tell them your prices and share your price and if it's going to cause people to not invest in you. What we get to do is we get to make people feel so empowered, so secure in themselves and us that they know that they need our services. And if they don't need it and they just get value out of listening to us, that's beautiful. I still want you guys here, right? And just having that energy around the product's price, whether it's $30 or $30,000, is really, really, really important to having a successful business. Right? I don't want somebody to get on the phone with me and automatically ghost me. I used to have this idea when I was health coaching, and this is just what I was taught as a personal trainer. Like Once that person says no, like that's perfectly fine. We're just going to move on to the next, which is a thing. And it, for me now, it's more so like I don't want that person to feel closed off afterwards. Just like I don't want to feel closed off afterwards. I want people to feel invited to continue to coming back. I want people who said no to be on my free coaching calls. I want people who said no to still watch me and ask me questions if they feel called to. I want people to feel safe around me in sales. I don't want anybody feeling icky. I don't want anybody feeling bad about themselves if they said no. I want them to walk away feeling empowered so that they will come back and invest in me. It is so much easier to keep a lead who said no which essentially is just a no right now, then working to get a whole new lead, warming them up, having them have the balls to hop on a call with you, right? Which one sounds easier, right? So when business coaches teach, don't tell your prices or lower your prices so you get more people, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. Psychologically, it doesn't make sense. I've always told the story of when I was hopping on the call. I mean, even the first business coaching program I invested in, or even my spiritual coach, like when I was on the call and I didn't know the price, the entire time, whether I had $20,000 a month or I had $0 a month coming in, I was so nervous, 
so scared so just like bitch tell me the price i just want to ask you what the fuck the price is because i can't even answer your questions i'm just uh about it right and you know how we're taught to put that question of like oh do you are you ready to invest in yourself this program is an investment if you're not ready you know that is just such an arbitrary question what does investment mean? Does it mean $20,000 or does it mean $20? To some people, an investment might mean $200. To some people, an investment might be $100,000. Like, you can't, you, that is, ugh. The, <laughs> it, clearly, I'm passionate about this to the point where I can't even fucking get the words out. Like, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything, that doesn't mean anything, that doesn't mean anything. And it's not like you are just putting out an ad on Facebook and hoping people apply and come to you. There, the price would 100% not make sense to put on your ad. But if you are not using ads right now and you are solely using a nurturing system on getting leads onto your Instagram, getting leads onto your platform, nurturing them across platforms, you have the capability of warming them the fuck up, of giving them so much value, of sending them the emails, giving them mini trainings, showing them your life, that they become so obsessed and they're like, fuck yes. Right. Let me use another example. If maybe coaching and like your experience doesn't or my experience doesn't help you. Um, there is a girl named Tay Che, Taylor Chamber- Chamberlain. She lives in Denver. She owns a clothing company, um, Balance Athletica. It's a workout company. She launched her first ever line. She, I don't know, she has a few hundred thousand followers. She's a big, inf- she's been a big fitness influencer over the years. She grew her following when Instagram was first starting, YouTube star, all the beautiful things. She launched her first set of clothing. Um, I think each pair of pants was probably around $60, which is like kind of on the more expensive side, right? I think that things were a little bit, uh, more expensive action, maybe 70 or $80. It just really depends on what you're getting from her. So the first line that she launched, she launched it at the price point and it sold the fuck out. No one had ever tried her clothing. She did give it to other influencers who were like, oh my goodness, this is amazing, stuff like that. But we all know brand ambassadors of clothing. Um, you know, you're going to promote the shit out of the piece of clothing and then you get the clothing and you're like, this is crap. Why would I buy this? Not saying her stuff is crap. I like her stuff. Not my favorite, but I do like it. Um, but moral of the story is that she picked the price that it was worth. She got people so obsessed with it. She got people so obsessed with her watching her Instagram, watching her fitness, YouTube, all of these things for so many years that we just wanted to support her. We became so obsessed with anything that she buys. (laughs) She buys a jacket. She has a swipe up feature. We buy the fucking jacket. She buys a candle. We all like the candle. She moves to Denver. Everybody's like, oh my God, I want to move to Denver, right? It's, it's the psychology of what we do when we, when we like people. (laughs) And so instead of being so focused on the question of what should I price my products at, even though I'm going to go into like my exact method in a second, I want you guys to really focus on how can I give my audience more value? How can I show up more as me authentically? How can I invite them more into my life and my lifestyle to let them in and see who I am as a person and create my own reality TV show versus what should I price my product at? Because that doesn't matter. There's 
if you go based off of the market, which is one of the first things I'll touch upon, um, if you go based off of the market for, let's say, one-on-one health coaching, I have clients who've charged $1,500 a month and I've had clients charge $200 a month, right? What market are you looking at? (laughs) There's price points for everything. You look at the market for workout pants. You could buy workout pants for $10. You could buy workout pants for $200, I've never really seen more than two two fifty, but if there is one, definitely please let me know because I would love to try them out because they better be the best fucking workout pants I've ever worn. Um, but there's a market price for everything. You get to choose the quality of your services, the quality of how you show up. The price point also determines the quality, right? If someone's paying me $200 a month, they're not going to get a ton of energy from me. If someone's paying me $20,000 a month, which is not a thing yet, <laughs> talk to me in like 10 years, like, you bet your ass I'm going to fucking show up insanely for them. And that's okay to say. That money mindset, like need to actually have more money to show up energetically is okay, It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You get to say, I'm not showing up for anything less than this. I don't feel good for showing up for anything less than this. End of story. I'm not available for it. And if you're not available to pay that, I'm not available to coach you. I'm not here to give you $200 a month times 24 months so you can afford my prices because guess what? You're not going to show up, you know? And so coming back to the objection of getting like a no on a sales call saying, no, it's the money. I don't have the money. I can't tell you how many people have told me, no, I don't have the money. And four hours later, I get a a PayPal payment of $4,000 or $500 or $200. It's happened so many times. Not because I said anything magically and I'm amazing at handling objections. That's not a thing. The thing that I'm amazing at is helping people feel empowered and secure that they're making the right choice in investing in themselves and me and our relationship. And I show them what I can do for them. I show them how I can do it. I show them the plan. I show them what I can do with them. Do you want this is the only question you have to answer. And if you don't want it now, you will want it in the future. And if it's not me, please find someone to help you if you still need help. Right? So the market, that's fucking bullshit. I don't care if you're a new coach or a seasoned coach. As a seasoned coach, I was shied away from my coaches telling me to charge $1,000 for a three-month program. Looking back on that, I'm like punching myself in the face. I was a registered dietitian with 10 years of experience. Why didn't I charge the $1,000? Oh, because someone questioned me and I wasn't secure in my prices. My coach questioned me. Oh, that's a little bit high for the market. Fuck the market. Charge what you want. There are people out there. There are rich as fuck people, wealthy as fuck people, people who pay $30 for a goddamn candle. Like, people pay things obscenely for so many things when we quote unquote don't have the money it's what people want out of their lives and if you have the service that they want and you can show them how you can help them and they become so obsessed with you that they're obsessed with everything that comes out of your mouth and they start taking your recommendations they see changes they want to invest in you Right, So I want you to calculate the free content that you provide into the energy required for you to continue your business when you think of your prices, not just the market of how much does a do-it-yourself course you know, cost. Again, I've bought do-it-yourself courses for freaking $47, and I've bought do-it-yourself courses for $500. 
which one do you want to provide and give the appropriate amount of value for that that you value it at right which brings me to the next thing and how do we price our programs yes we get to look at the market and you decide what you want what space you want to take up in that market you decide what the value is you decide what your brand is you decide what what type of ticket you want to sell at all right and then number two, it's the value you provide. The value you provide every single day. The value you provide when you show up on Instagram. The value you provide on your podcast. How many platforms you use. How much value you give. How much time you give your clients. How much time you give your leads. Right? You could not withstand a business if you don't put that into account. Right. Let's say I work with a client right now who owns a cookie business. Um, she's based in Miami. I will be promoting her once we have everything up and running. So get, get, uh, <laughs> get um, ready to buy some cookies, and they're fucking epic. I'm so excited. They're little like small size cookies, and we love anything miniature. Anyway, um, she was we're working on her product suite right now, and she was like, I don't know what to charge for this. People were paying this, but it costs this, and you know all of these things. And I was like, well. Which one takes you longer to make? Because your, your time in getting the ingredients, your time in creating the purchase order for all of your ingredients, the time it takes you to let the cookies fucking cool, to make the frosting, all of these things has to be included in the price, not just the ingredients. Your energy to test the fucking recipe, your energy to launch the recipe, all of those things need to be there to keep you in business. So when you're looking at the value you're providing, it's not just the immediate, I'm going to bake the cookie, the cookie takes me 10 minutes to bake and it costs me $2 to make and then $5 to ship. Okay, I'm going to charge $15 or you know whatever that is as the base price and I'm going to increase it, whatever, right? It's also the amount of energy it takes going into that going into creating the product, launching the product, etc. Right? In addition to the value and the time that it takes you, I also want you to consider the amount of energy that it takes you to show up for that client, which we have talked about and this is the last point that I'm going to cover today. Your energy. No one can tell you how to price that right? There's equations that you can do based off of like, I want $100,000 for the whole year. I want to work 40 hours a week. I'm going to divide that by my hourly rate to see how much I need to charge per hour. You can 100% do that. And for me, that would just give me anxiety and I wouldn't even know where to start with any of that. Oh my goodness. So my goal is to say, how much do I actually want in exchange for this client and how much energy do I need to give this client to get them the result? Which is why I have a variance in my one-on-one programs. And that's why I encourage people to also have a variance in their one-on-one programs. Not that you need to like have 10 different one-on-one programs. But for me, I offer like a one month, uh, one time a month, two time a month, three time a month, and four time a month, depending on who I'm working with. I don't offer every single one to every single person. I recommend the ones that people actually need. For example, if someone worked with me for four sessions for six months, and now we assess, do you need four sessions or do we need to put some of that money towards hiring somebody else? 
right? Okay, beautiful. Let's do two sessions. Let's use the other $1,500 you would pay me and let's make it go to a VI because that's the thing that we actually need right now, right? So it's a joint effort in coming up with what your ideal client needs. Same thing for health. Does your client you know, feel like they just sabotage themselves every single day and need to talk to you every single day? Or are they somebody who like just needs the actual recommendations and needs, you know, a check-in every single week, right? So you can develop different levels of programs and offer only the ones that you think will actually help that client. So when it comes to actually assessing the energy that, that, that you need to give and pricing it, that can also be individualized per client, right? Most clients will need like the highest touch and I get that. Right? In which case, you're not going to offer them the lower ones. But depending on the transformation that your ideal client wants, depending on the transformation that your lead wants and how much energy they want to give into it, determines which, which tier of your product they need. Right? There's also another school of thought where you can have a product, you can have your one-on-one and have the one-on-one calls as often as they need it, which people don't use it as often as you actually think they do. I've heard of a lot of people doing unlimited calls and like, they're like, yeah, my clients just use like maybe like one to four a month, honestly. You know, you think people would take advantage of it, but they don't. I wouldn't run my business that way unless you were paying me like $100,000 a year, which eventually I'll probably work up to that. But right now that's not available for me because I have to have a specific amount of one-on-one sessions available per week, right? My energy is not available to have an option for unlimited. My energy is available to have everything scheduled, right? So you get to pick a price point based off of the tier of program that you are providing, which then is impacted by the result you are giving. So you need to start with the result and then you need to say, how much energy do I need to give to that person who needs this? Do they, are they somebody who's going to need a constant mindset reframe? Are they going to need recipes sent to them? Are they going to need constant, um, you know, looking at their food journal? Are they going to need constant reminders of everything? Are they going to need somebody to go back and forth with five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day? Or is this person extremely self-sufficient, right? You get to have programs that feel good for you. Maybe you don't want to serve all those clients. Maybe you just want to serve one, which is also fine, but you still get to pick your energy. So the top three things that I want you to focus on when you think about your product price is your energy, the value that you are bringing, not just with that client, but also just in general, in general, throughout all of your platforms, right? Because the minute somebody signs on with you, they are going to actually start t- listening to your podcasts more. They're going to start listening to your IGTVs. They're going to show up on your free shit more. They're actually going to start implementing all of it, right? So they're going to take up even more of your energy, which is a beautiful thing. And thirdly, it is what part of the market do you want to serve? Do you want to serve the lower tier or do you want to serve the higher tier products in the market, right? Now, At the end of the day, I can speak all of these things till I am blue in the fucking face. But you, (laughs) I'm also wearing blue. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, moving on. Sorry, Johnny moment. Um, But if you don't feel confident in charging your prices, 
if you want to feel more confident, if you want to stop giving in to a cheaper price, if you want to stop giving in to a different payment plan, if you feel like your clients are just dictating what price they want and you're letting them and you're letting people just get in your ear about you have to charge this, you have to charge that and you want to charge a certain price and you are not doing that right now then the next level mindset mastery will help you become so confident in your capabilities, help you become so confident in in your money mindset, help you become so confident in your sales capabilities that you will be able to show up with abundance and attract the right clients. We don't chase clients, we attract the right clients and we keep our leads in our product suite, whether they said yes or no, because a no now does not mean a no forever unless you made them uncomfortable with your scarcity mindset right? So if these are things that you want to work with, we have modules. Um, Those are three out of seven modules in the Next Level Mindset Mastery. You can click the link down below. This is your last few days to grab it at the price point of $333. After this, the price point is going up to $497. So if this is something that you want, grab it now. Save yourself, what, $160 almost, a little bit more. Um, You won't regret it. People are having epic fucking results with it, feeling more confident, preparing for their next launches. They're like, oh my goodness, I wish I had this mindset beforehand. Thank you. Um, And I'm just feeling so much more confident. They're signing more clients. They're not backing down on their prices. And these are the same tools that I used in the beginning of my business, as well as the same tools I use now. And I give all of my clients. So if you want that in a nice, beautifully organized way so that you can pull from each module when you wake up on the thing that you are feeling unconfident about or a little bit icky with that day, grab it. Don't wait. Again, the price is going to go up. It's just a super valuable course. And yeah, if you guys have any questions about it, feel free to let me know. DM me at Johnny underscore Agresta. And I hope, as always, that you guys got massive value out of this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode and in the course. I love you and have an epic day.